It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of the limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. And Maisha, what's wrong? Something's (laughs) happened already. They have a three-hour... What's wrong? You're taking a photo of you or me or both of us. That note of encouragement. Nay, sure, go ahead. (laughs) They have a three-hour happy hour here at Wayfair every day from 4 to 7. And uh, they also have an awesome brunch on the weekends, which technically is Saturday and Sunday, if you're keeping score at home. Mm -hmm. So this is who's sitting around the table here. Maisha Francis, who is taking a photo of me. Where can I find that photo? On your Facebook page or Twitter account or what? Mm -hmm. Instagram. Instagram. You're on Instagram. What's your Instagram uh, handle? My Instagram handle is when the spirit speaks. When the spirit speaks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you like a medium or something? (laughs) No. (laughs) So this is just you on the Instagram account. It's no, but I, I feel like spirit is always speaking to me, and I like to speak Uh-oh. from a place of, you know, deep intuition. So when I speak, that's spirit speaking. So you have deep intuition? Mm, sometimes. I'm, I'm a little scared now. It don't always happen. <laughs> I got nothing to hide. I'm not scared. This is Colin, <laughs> this is Colin Lake, who's a singer-songwriter. It's Colin Moon, yep. there you are, mm-hmm. is joining us as well. And Garrett Frank is here, too. Hey, hey, how you Garrett doing? Garrett is a, uh, a licensed realtor. That's correct. How do you get a license for that? You have to pay someone? Yeah, you have to pay someone, take tests, you know, pass the boards. How, yada yada. how hard is it? Uh, you know, a little study and anything's possible. It's not too, too hard. Right. But, what know. did you do before that? Uh, I was in weld and metal inspections to be. Metal inspection? Yeah, completely unrelated. Wow. <laughs> so who'd you get a text from, Mace? Is there anybody interesting? I can't, I can't tell this. One. Were you, were you well? <laughs> this, is a, this is a private <laughs> text. Is it from someone who's living on Earth or is it a spirit? <laughs> it is definitely a human being. It's a human being. Do you ever get texts from beyond the grave? No, never. So I don't want any texts. So when you're talking about spirit, you're not talking about spirits of dead people. You're talking about no. the soul. I'm talking about the soul of the world. I'm talking about the one, the creator spirit just the isness of isness the isness so you're in touch with all that i try to be right mm-hmm. how that start up did how just, what did that start when you were a kid or just when you started um, no no, no 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 <laughs> i was raised southern baptist new orleans period toe yeah. tapping church running tamarang tam- tambourine what church was this you know what i grew up in fellowship church right up here uptown on general taylor so you're an uptown so. girl well i grew up in new orleans east but i went to church uptown why and would I you, stayed why did in you church. have to drive all the way to uptown to go to church you want me to question my mama <laughs> <laughs> well i just wonder if, if there was a good business. reason i'm not is jesus better uptown or something? <laughs> i don't know maybe that's where black jesus live i don't know, black <laughs> jesus. <laughs> I, don't know. I think i jesus. thought that was only one <laughs> well, wasn't, well, isn't, wasn't jesus black actually for real though absolutely At this point now, discovering my spirituality for myself, I believe so. You do? I do. I I think anthropologically he was actually mm -hmm. Semitic looking Mm -hmm. rather than the Jesus we've seen in the New Testament. And then I I really just have to say that the Jesus, um, and this is my truth now, right? Mm -hmm. So 
the Jesus that I learned about growing up is not the Jesus that I know about now. So the Jesus that I know now is this transcendental, loving being. The Jesus I grew up learning about was separatist. Mm. Really? Scolding. Scolding. Mm. But the Jesus I know now is love. But aren't you, isn't there a difference between Jesus and God? Wasn't God the person who casts you into hell and everything? Well, Jesus doesn't do that, does he? I mean, Jesus, isn't Jesus in the Bible still forgiving and turn the other cheek and everything? Yo, I'm no theology. <laughs> well, luckily, nor am I, so I don't know. But isn't yeah, that, Garrett, did you grow up with any kind of religion? Yeah, I was raised Catholic. Here in New Orleans? Yeah, well, Metairie. Okay, Yeah. not close enough. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. part of New Orleans, Down the street. Yeah. So what church did you go to? Uh, well, went to St. Catherine of Siena, which is where I went to grammar school, so went to church there as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what kind of Jesus was going on there? Was that the evil Jesus? Or no, the mine was Asian, actually. Asian Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Chopstick Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Short. What did he look like? I will laugh at that. Like Bruce Lee, kind Asian. of? Like kicking ass, or? Uh, he was He was more like a guy you see behind the sushi bar, you know? Okay. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Colin, where did you grow up? In I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I grew up in Seattle, Washington. Right. And wow. what's the Jesus situation there? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I didn't grow up with religion, right? So, uh, I mean, there's 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 plenty of churches and plenty of you know Presbyterian, some Lutheran, that sort of thing. Kind of the, you know the the boring boringer side of religion. I Is guess. that the non dancing people? Or? Right, right, exactly. Mm. So you grew well, up no, in no, that environment. Not that they don't outlaw dancing, just that they would never have any inclination to dance. Oh, okay. Like, so, but you didn't grow up inside of that, though. You no, grew- no, not not at all. So you had no like religious background when you were a kid. Correct. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you discovered anything since you've been an adult? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I haven't become religious, but I've certainly become open to the spiritual side of things. And I think moving to New Orleans, you know, uh, uh, was a big, you know, was a big piece of that. You didn't do, you didn't do that. You didn't move to New Orleans to have any kind of spiritual self-development or anything. No, but I think I felt myself, uh, you know, connecting to the the sort of openness and Mm. and the sort of I think there is definitely a palpable spirit here and probably Mm. in other places that that you don't feel in. in, I agree with that. In many or most other places. What is that? It's in the like the old bones of the buildings Mm -hmm. and the structures and the cemeteries. You can just you feel it Mm -hmm. when you go out of the places. It just feels like a giant Ruby's Tuesdays. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. Yeah. It's also in the faces of the of the people and the fact that uh, just the way that uh, New Orleanians interact with one another and with the the city and and everybody around them and the visitors. I mean, one of the reasons people love to come visit here is because. They may not be of that, but they can fi- connect with that well, quite right. easily. I because reckon. it's spirit. And it's spirit. spirit is universal, linear, universal yep. linear, continuous, running through everything and everybody. So why, the isn't, soul it, of the world. why isn't it in the Pacific Northwest then? Uh, they may it, suppress it. It's why does there. It stop and slide yeah. out. It's no, no, there no. because I could have went and met Colin in the Pacific Northwest, and we would connect on a spirit level, maybe sure. not on the physical surface and all this other stuff, but on the spirit, he's a, a, a living, breathing being and a human being. Well, so sure. we would have connected. Connect, I, I think it's more of it's more that that exists in everybody and for everybody, but that it's it's repressed, you know, uh-huh. all the way. 
in mo in a lot of places or almost all the way in a lot of places and repl repressed less so here i mean sure. I, you know it's and you know what's shocking to me like people come here to party hard mm -hmm. and they don't even know that a lot of new orleanians are just very spiritual like they don't even know that like okay yeah we're second lining on sunday but everybody was in church at 11 <laughs> you know they they don't even think about that no there's definitely we, two new orleans there's the new orleans that you see as a tourist which is mardi gras jazz fest and, mm -hmm. and bourbon street mm -hmm. and then there's the new orleans that you find out if you live here right, right which is a whole other thing which is basically the same thing except you know it's mostly drinking and partying isn't it and eating in New Orleans? Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, else. I like that. Yeah. Hiking, that's what it's camping, all canoeing, right. <laughs> recreational <laughs> activity doesn't exist here. Got right. all the Coffee. things that you're supposed to do before the, the drinking and just go straight to Right, we skip all that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that we all agree that there's two different New Orleans and there's the New Orleans two that different. the tourists see but don't see, but it's, it's actually the same thing. Sure. It's just going on in different places. You know what I mean? It's still the party continues. Mm -hmm. It's just not continuous. Mm -hmm. We don't walk down mm -hmm. Bourbon Street with a drink and, you know, throw up and piss on somebody's front steps. No, we know better. <laughs> yeah, we go home. And <laughs> yeah, because they got cameras now. There's yeah, right. cameras, <laughs> exactly. So, Colin, what made you move here? Oh, I mean, I, I visited during Jazz Fest. I mean, I was a, no, a tourist. I was, you know, I, I drank the, the, the Kool-Aid on my, my first visit in 2008. It actually wasn't my, my very first visit, but my first visit as a, you know, awake adult so to speak right and uh and just fell in love i mean the brass bands on the street i think just springtime in new orleans when the when the the flowers are just busting out and the and the banana trees all the tropical plants just can't be contained and it's just bright and uh it's like you can almost see it i mean new orleans in the springtime is is pure love to me you know it's just what it is and you can feel it around you you can see it on the faces of people that have done it you know 10 or 15 or 50 years in a row and you can see it on the faces of people who are seeing it for the first time springtime in new orleans is, and you go home and like you pack it. up all your stuff and you move here and then suddenly it's july yeah. well <laughs> instant regret yeah. <laughs> i knew i knew that the other you know that that foot would drop at some point but uh but no, for me i mean it was like yeah what i'm trying to do musically and what i'm trying to the person i'm trying to become personally um I just had this inkling that it could happen if I came uh, here. That, really? that, Is it that, happening? That me and, oh, it's, yeah, I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I met my wife in the airport here. Wow. <laughs> I since bought a house. I got some real estate questions for you. Nice. What do you say? You met your wife in the airport. She was working at the airport? No. Uh, she was, or? we were both, it was that same trip. We were both leaving Jazz Fest. She was going home to Texas, and I was going home to Portland, Oregon at the time. And uh, we met. Uh, you know, on a Monday morning in the New Orleans airport because the flight was delayed and we were headed. We both had to go to Houston before we could go our separate ways. What, and then, which airline were you on? <laughs> it was either it had to be United or American, I think. Uh, you think you remember maybe. this? Don't you keep? Didn't you keep? The well, she, 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 so she, there, we sat down and, and talked, and you know, we had one of those conversations where it's just like already wide open from the beginning of the conversation, both because kind of like this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just more romantic. Okay. But uh, uh, what were you talking about? I mean, just our experience, our experiences that that weekend. You know what we kind of had seen. I mean, uh, was she here by herself? She was here with a group of friends, but they at that point they I think had driven back to. And to, what about you? Were you here by yourself? Um, I was here with a group of friends who were all on different flights. Wow. Yeah. So and, you, then, and you were both single. Both single. We sat down and talked. I learned that she owned a, a health food store, and uh, she learned because of the fact that I had a guitar, and actually because I was really bored and waiting around, 
and had a sort of sympathetic uh, jazz fest audience, if you will, in the in you the terminal. Playing I played and and <laughs> until like rounds of applause, which made which got me stoked because here I am in the city that's. I tell you what, music. if you want to pick up women at the airport. That would be the way to do it. I don't be a good-looking <laughs> young guy with long hair and a guitar. Well, I, maybe I was that guy, but now I, I, if I saw it in the airport, I'd be like, oh, this guy's trying way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it totally worked. Yeah. Uh, well, it, we okay. just struck up a conversation. It, it really wasn't r- romantic to begin with, but she ended up writing me a, like a note at the end of the flight. We didn't get to sit together, and she passed it off to so me. So you're on the, the same flight, on the flight to Houston. Right, and then we, we went our separate ways. What did the note <laughs> just, I think you should pursue all the gr- things, all the aspirations you just told me about, kind of thing. You know, uh, yes. follow your heart, kind of thing. And where did she? Where did she live with her health food store there? Uh, it, a little town called Bernie, Texas, outside of San Antonio. Wow, that's brave to have a, a health food store in a little town in Texas. Uh, Texas is actually a big health food state. It big, is huge, really. Yeah, I had no idea. Blue I thought Austin was well, probably, but yeah, I mean that whole that whole area. So what did hap- Then what happened? Okay, well, then uh, eight, eight months later, um, and this is interesting, <clears throat> eight months later, um, I, lived with my, I lived with my roommate in his house uh, in Portland, and it was 2008, you know, it was the end of the summer, the housing crisis was in the middle of, you know, boom, uh, exploding, imploding, and um, <clears throat> my roommate's house was getting foreclosed on, I was kind of staring down like this sort of, not dead end, but, but a meager dark street that I was headed down just because I didn't feel like my career was really, um, you know, headed on, on any kind of a a trajectory. And, uh, and I thought, and I talked to some people and they were kind of like, well, what what about that idea you had about moving to New Orleans? I was like, you know, you're right. I'm going to move to New Orleans. And so I packed it up. I planned a little tour and I was down here January of 2009 and I was reflecting on that last night because I was here just a couple days before Obama was uh, was inaugurated. Oh, wow. That is when I got here. And last night when he gave the State of the Union, all of a sudden I started thinking about the whole uh, just the seven years for me and the country and the city and all that. Well, so you've been here for seven years. And yep. that's meant to be is seven, my issue is seven years, some sort of mystical turning point. <laughs> you know, seven is my favorite number. It is. Seven is my favorite number. Okay. Why is that? Um, it has a lot of, for lack of a better word, luck, but not luck. Luck is not the word I want to say. Um, just a lot of meaning around it. Hold on, I got to run and buy a Powerball ticket real quick. <laughs> <laughs> seven, 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 seven. I'm just going to advise you of that. Does it ha- did you pick on seven know. for some reason or did it find you? I think it found me. And you know what? I still haven't discovered why. It's so funny you're asking me this because on my vision board, I have 777 written down the, the right side of it. And I have yet to look it up or figure out why I did that. I just did it. What is a vision board exactly? A vision board? Oh, my gosh. Look, so you're looking at me like I must be out of my mind. A vision never board, board is... Vision board? You never heard of a vision board? I have never okay. heard of Garrett, have you ever you heard know? of a vision board? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Definitely. Colin? Please say I, I, you haven't. I have not. Thank God. Okay. All right. So it's 50-50. A vision board is, is a, 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 a cardboard or whatever. We do it on canvas because we do it at my studio. But it's a, it's a canvas or a board that you, you write down your goals and dreams for whatever span of time, a year, five years. And um, I did one last year. And everything that was on my vision board in January of 2015 has manifested here. Now I'm sitting wow. January, except one thing. One thing did not come, but everything else came. How many things are on it? Oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like more than 10, 12, 20, 100? I would say about 
five specific things and about 10 just inspirational, motivational So things. up to like around 14 things have come true that you wanted to happen in the course of a year. Mm-hmm. And some That's of them are impressive. as simple as like peace, right? Peace of mind. You know, um, right. I've always been very big, very thick as a child too, and just health, you know. And so I got a really, really clean bill of health recently. Okay. I wanted to eat more raw food. And well, that's that not came difficult. You just don't cook it. Right. But, hey, you know, <laughs> I'm from New Orleans. I could put that on my vision do, do you board. Want, I do you I want raw gumbo? Do raw you? gumbo. No, I don't want raw gumbo. <laughs> I wouldn't think. Sounds crunchy. <laughs> yeah, my parents are already okay. looking at me like, So I admitted to say that you're an artist and you have a gallery. I am. In New Orleans. Where is your I gallery? Do. So we just moved to uh, 1228 Aretha Castle Haley. Okay. We were on Burgundy Street before that. Where, and where's 1228? So 1228 is like a block from... Is it the Ashe Cultural Center? No, no, no. We're on the other end. on the other end, mm-hmm. the Lee Circle end. Yeah, we're right... Or whatever it's going to be called. The Mission is the first block. Right. We're in the second block. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a sort of a happening spot now. That yeah. Now is. you've moved there. What used to yeah, be... Yeah, all because of me. Yeah. <laughs> is that on your vision board, Aretha Castle Haley? You know, it wasn't, but... Um, uh-huh. You know, peace of mind with the business was, and that's what I okay. got. So you have a business. It's mm-hmm. an art gallery. It's an you art gallery thing. studio. It's a thing where you can, you can go in there and it's called, cool. there's something where people can go in there and paint. Yeah, we call it paint and, well, we call it passion to paint. Passion Around to the paint. city, it's called paint and sip. The mm. big company is painting with a twist and all these other things. But we paint call it passion to paint. Passion to paint. And paint and sip is something to do with painting That's and drinking. That's the industry. Yeah, painting and drinking. But this is your business or it's this a franchise? This is my business. You've made this up. I didn't, you know what, there was a company before me, but this is my business. I've been doing it for the past six years now. We've been doing the paint and sip. At first, it was just a gallery on Julia, and then I did paint and sip for the past five years. Where did you get the idea from? From someone else? Is it? Well, there were other companies around the country doing it, and it wasn't really popular at the time. Really? And so I Hmm. went and did one, and I was like, I love it, and I'm a professional artist. So I started my own. So there was an opportunity to franchise there, but you know, I ain't about to shell out no 50 grand for me. You know? <laughs> Why bother if you just can buy some canvases? Yeah. And what's, it, what's the main company called? The biggest? The biggest one I know of is Painting with a Twist. It's like a national. Painting with a Twist. That's here too, isn't it? They, yeah. they have one here. And that's the same. I know, I know quite a few though because I'm, I follow what's going on right. in the industry. So. How do you follow it? Do you have a Google alert? Mm. No. No, I just Google every now and again. I want to know what the competition... Who is the competition? We had a conversation about Google Alert last week. Do you guys know about that? What about I do, it? I do. you have it on your name or something, Colin? What do you... I, I, I do. I'll confess I do. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> tell my issue what it is because it's a, a Google good... Alert? Well, can I, can I, tell, I got to yeah. say one. Okay, What's so you set alert? a Google Alert for a word or phrase or a name that, that you want to know basically when it pops up on the internet, right? So... I have my name on there because I want to know if I got you know a write up or if it's been oh, that's uh, dope. my record's been written about or whatever. That's Incidentally, dope. there's a, a a killer college basketball player who for for a lot of years was in high school for four years, and uh, he was really good at the at the high school level up in Michigan. And I would get all these Google alerts for such and such hits the game winning three. <laughs> and finally, one day on Facebook, I just had to put like I got to give this kid a shout out. This dude Colin Lake has been yeah. killing it up in Michigan. <laughs> and, <laughs> A triple A basketball. <laughs> Colin Lake for three. Yeah, exactly. Well, at least it was a good thing, not some sort of, you know, oh, horrible was, person. I know. I'm not defrauding people or Just whatever. Keep it that yeah. way. So and you can Colin do that, Maisha. You can get a Google alert every time. I could. You know, time. but there's another Maisha Francis right here in New Orleans. No way. I promise you there's another Maisha Francis. Do you Francis. know her? I have not met her. I've met her family, but I've never met her. 
Put it on your vision board. (laughs) 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 Well, yeah, that would be a good thing. I should. Are you friends with her on Facebook or anything? You know what? That's a good idea. I have never friended her. Let's do it. Let's Facebook her like the other Maisha Francis. Would you like to hear a Colin Lake song? Yes. Colin, you want to play us? You want to hear one by the basketball player or by me? Do you have one by the basketball player? Do you have a duo? That would be a great idea. To, it's all to j- do jock rock. It's all uh, it's the hay song. Uh, what is what? jock rock? <laughs> what? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, That's jock rock. Yeah, okay. So this is a beautiful right. guitar. This is like a small guitar. This one is a, a They call this a parlor size guitar. Parlor. So, so tell us something about what you're up to. Well, since we just told the, uh, since I just told the, story of meeting my wife I'll write a song I wrote just days after uh, getting married how about that this is you wrote the song days after getting married where were you on your honeymoon we were on the pre-honeymoon we were in uh, we were on a balcony in Destin Florida we went to we went to St. Lucia for our honeymoon which is incredible the Caribbean man that is better than Destin I'll give you that (laughs) but I'll tell you you know when you're just looking at the at the gulf from those balconies, it's like, you know, it's just the infinite. Beyond. You can really tune out. Um, the Gulf anyway. of Mexico and Destin is beautiful as long as you're looking in that so direction. As long as you're looking in that direction. If you look if you the other turn direction, around, look oh back, it's not so good. Exactly. So what's the no name of the song? No offense to the good folks from Destin. This one's called One Thing That's For Sure. Yeah, so I'll do it like this. So uh, I'm going to hit it with the vocals pretty hard at some point. Through the, through the tune, okay. Full of wonder with eyes open wide We came dancing into each other's view It I float so high You know I've journeyed far and wide And still every road leads me back to you I got a motor that runs on love And it's your love, baby, that I'm thinking of Oh, when I tell you that it's time to fill up Well, you took your time, but you made your mind As I knew you surely would And now I, I always get the drink from your cup And that's the one thing that's for sure oh, Baby, it's the one thing that's for sure Oh, and I know your love is pure, yeah. Well, I know your love, well, I know your love mm, is one thing that's for sure. It's hard to say, but in a day, I think we all grew up, but not a bomb on the way. Won't you take a look at what love has done? Tore the roof off of all the years and all our fears and all the pain, and now we're feeling like we never had none. And now it's you for me and me for you, arm in arm, as we hold on tight. Can't you feel our hearts as they open wide? By the river peace, they ate an altar we made to the gods above. Ain't they gonna hear us as we, we testify? Yeah. 
there's one thing that's for sure Mama, it's a one thing that's for sure Oh, when I know your love is pure Yeah, when I know your love, when I know your love, baby is one thing that's for sure Ooh, The more we strive, the more we come alive And you can't keep a good love down it only takes a lifetime to learn and it's easier for you know how It ain't the way we walk but the way we talk about ourselves and our fellow man This paints a picture in which we must all live It was a strong so as you carry on go on and sing this song all day long Make love be what you have to give And if in your sights, try as you might It's a hard sometimes to see the line When I know that you call out my name Cause in a world so cold, so cruel To the young and old Don't you know our love is a, a burning flame One thing that's for sure Oh, when I know your love is pure Yeah, when I know your love When I know your love be even it's a one thing that's for sure One thing that's for sure, Colin Lake. That is gorgeous. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow, that is beautiful. What did you think, Garrett? It was awesome. Colin Lake for the win. For the win. <laughs> Maisha. I was not expecting that. Oh. Isn't that something that was, else? That was How so far away for are you from Colin? Like two, three feet? <laughs> yes. Isn't that crazy when someone can just sit at a table like this and hear having a conversation with you and you like a normal person and then pick up the guitar and do that is it's extraordinary. What's it like sitting there doing that so close to people? Well, at first I'm thinking about my head. Excuse me. At first I'm thinking about my headphones and like, what can I hear? Am I hearing everything right? Am I being too loud? Am I being too soft? And then after a while, it's like, okay, where am I in the words? And then it's like, okay, uh, I wonder if they can hear this over there. <laughs> it's, it's just. So are you thinking you know, all that stuff while you're playing and yeah, singing? Yeah, it's, it's like there's two things going across right. my mind at once. There's one that's just doing its thing, singing the lyrics, playing the song, and there's another that's observing that and also observing other things around. Wow. But you want to quiet that one as much as you can to, in order to just let the other one happen. You know? That so, almost made me cry. That is such an artist. That is such that's an artist. That's the real deal. Oh, that's the real deal. That's See, the real deal. Because there is one line that's totally zoned out, and it's doing its thing. Mm-hmm. But then you're still in this plane, so you're thinking you know, other things. Well, being an artist, like being able to do that, oh. is an incredibly special gift. Do you have that when you're... Painting? I do. You That's why I was like, yep, I feel that. I do. Right. I do. So I can, I'll be painting and I zone out. The phone is ringing. I'm aware of the phone ringing. And quickly I'm thinking, oh, who is it? Mama probably call her back. All right, whatever. But I'm still in that zone. And I'm also thinking. Funny that you think it would be your mother. Oh, it's always my mother. <laughs> <laughs> she calls you a lot? Mm-hmm. Really? Why is that? She doesn't have a life of her own. 
trouble. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get me in trouble for all Not really. But Garrett, you must do that because you're dealing with people all day. Sure. So yeah. you must have a part of you too that, that deals with people on some level, but on the other level is thinking about something else. Yeah. No, I make a, an enormous amount of phone calls throughout the day. Uh, you know, constantly multitasking, thinking about one thing onto the next, and then someone will pick up, and it's like my brain just kind of goes into this auto response of what I need to say. And, you know, whether I'm making a new contact or talking to an agent that I've been in contact with, yeah, I mean, there's a duality to everything, you know. Once you get comfortable or mastery level at something, you know, it kind of does it, like Colin said, kind of takes over on an automatic level and then you, sometimes you realize like wow I've been talking for like 30 seconds and I don't know what I've said but I know I'm good because <laughs> right, right. I've just done it so many <laughs> right, times right. and are you saying the same thing over and over talking about houses do you have a, like a set uh, well it depends it's like if I'm calling like new prospects or new leads yeah I have like a inner, like an opening statement basically what, what is it hey this is Garrett from NewOrleansAreaHomeSearch.com noticed you joined our website I was calling to see if you were able to find the types of properties you were looking for or to see if I could something I could help you find and then, and then I say, oh, hang on a minute, I just logged onto your website. You can see what I'm doing. You can see everything you're doing. Are you serious? You're yeah. like stalking me or it's, where's uh, my information going? Stalking may not be the right word. <laughs> That's strong. Uh, I'm trying, are, to, I'm trying to help su- from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> are people surprised to know that you've been? Oh, uh, well, typically you'd. Or do they want you to call? Well, that I call or that I know yeah, no, what do, they've been do doing. The, yeah, but Which do, one? Do they want you to call them? Uh, or are they, and are they then surprised? Well, I mean, I would say largely, like, uh, uh, people are typically freaked out by, like, cold calling or calling strangers, like, very uncomfortable. But for the most part, uh, people are pretty laid back. I mean, I haven't ever really been, like, chewed out or told to bug off or, you know. No, but people, I mean, I know this happened to me because I registered, I was looking at a house. And then Why the didn't re- you call me? And the realtor called, <laughs> the realtor called me and he told me and then I met him, uh-huh. you know, and then I went and he said, would you like to take a look at that other place you were looking at? Yeah. I'm like, what the other internet, place? Yeah. Wonderful thing. And I, see, so I said, how did you know that? He said, I know you've looked at like five places wow. actually. your history. Yeah. Your, view, your browsing history. I was pretty yeah, surprised. Yeah, because tracking yeah. on. I have it on my wow. Yeah. You have it on your website? Yeah. So if I go to your website, you can, but you can't tell it's me though. Yeah. No, I can. If you, <laughs> if, you, if you enter I have the to correct, register. if you enter the correct information, like mm-hmm. there's, there's platforms that I can see your Facebook or any other mm-hmm. social media. Yep. I can yeah, see the company when, pulls it all when in. you logged in last, which houses you've looked at, which how pages many times you, you looked, looked at. at. So how long you were on that page. So yeah. if you make that call to him and he BSs you, you're just like, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I know you're lying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, but you don't say that. Oh, of course not. You but say, it, are you oh, sure? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, does that happen a lot? People tell you, oh, I'm not interested in that, and you know they've been looking at that house 10 times? Uh, 10. Well, I mean, there's people that looked at like a thousand houses in four days, and they're like, oh, I'm not really looking. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's all you're doing is looking. You haven't logged out since you've logged in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's cool. And, so, and what's <laughs> the. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you find people being le- like. You, like he, People are just less honest, or you lose faith in people's lose faith uh, in people's honesty based yeah. on that. So there's a, there's a term called buyers or liars. You know, oh so wow. Oftentimes they they don't tell the truth until they you know you build a relationship with them, and then it's like oh okay, because I mean I I understand I'm a guy from the internet calling sure. you, and it's like uh what no I don't want to buy a house from you I don't even know you, but then you know it's there's certain you know lines of communication. And, what uh, is the what's the line that gets you out from I'm on. I'm on the guy from the internet to let's let me pick you up or let me meet you at such and such a place. What's the? 
Well, I mean, the, it's, it's a tipping kinda, point. There has to be like a some kind of connection where you have to be somewhat interested in buying real estate, right? Like if, if you're just casually browsing, if you were here for Jazz Fest, you know, kind of got taken back by all the real estate and the architecture and the culture here, you know, some people, well, hey, I was just looking, I was in here for Jazz Fest, you know, I, I'm not really looking to buy anything. So typically, they kind of fade off, like they won't walk right. back in. But, you know, if Colin joins the site and he's on on Monday and he's on on Tuesday and he's looking at the same house 11 times, you right. know, and he's kind of got a pattern... You know, and, oh, hey, you know, uh, notice you've been looking at this house. Do you have any questions to kind of get you any other additional information on this? You know, and then we kind of form a relationship, and then I'll send him similar things. If he's interested in a house on Chapatulis, that's a three-bed, two-bath. I won't really ask him if I can send him stuff. I'll just kind of put together an email and send him that, and then, you know, send him a message and say, hey, I sent you some stuff that's similar to the one that you liked on Chapatulis. Like so you vet your customers before you call them? Pretty much. Like, I, I, you know, I, I, can, I get a whole lot of information uh, because of the Internet and this, the systems that we use before you even pick up. So. And the systems that you use, are they proprietary to your company? Or is this a sort of a nationwide mm. No, it's system? so it, it's, uh, I don't want to give out my secret. But it, it's, okay. not, it's not proprietary to us. Anybody can join. You can buy this yeah. software that, that real, is it your phone? Yes. Is that a prospect? It is, actually. It's <laughs> one of my clients. Ooh. What yeah. are they looking for? Um, she's about to put in an offer on a house in the Lower Garden District. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very exciting. We're not taking that call. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, no, no. All right. We'll let you off with that one. Yeah. That's exciting. So how many times... Some of the LGD money. Yeah, how many exactly. times do you sell a house? How many times would it like a real to, an average realtor sell a house these days? Because it's... This, they look like they come and go so quickly now. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of realtors. Um, you know, it's kind of a, it's a sales position, 1099, or nothing's really promised. you got to go out and earn right. everything. There's, you know, it's, it's stable, but it's not consistent, so you have to be able to be good enough to make that work for you. Uh, I think the average real estate agent sells like eight houses their first year, um, which isn't terrible it's not great you know it's you know you're keeping the lights on how many houses would you i mean it's sort of a weird question because some houses are worth millions and others right. are not so it's like it's an average transaction eight transactions which but you could have all eight million dollar right. sales or you know a hundred thousand dollar sales so, so do we see your name around town are you one of these guys with your name on a uh i do some advertising Right. But I mean, on the streets, on those signs, whatever they're called, for sale, you know, where sure. it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a name for that? Is there an insider technical name for that sign outside someone's house? Just a yard sign. Yard sign. Nothing okay. crazy. Well, not really that yeah, exciting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nothing exciting, yeah. So is your na- what's your company's name? Elite Southern Realty. Elite Southern. And are you, is it, do you own that or are you a realtor? No, I'm, I'm the office manager. I, I run the office, but not the owner, no. So you, are you, but you're a realtor as well. So you run the office means that's not a desk job, though. That's a. No, so we're a, we're a small boutique company, so we don't have a like a thousand agents like the other bigger brands right. and stuff. We keep it small, but we keep quality agents in. So uh, that allows me to be a real estate agent and a manager at the same time because there's only a couple people that I need to keep up with. But what are you managing exactly? Uh, you know, I help them with any questions. We have a couple new agents, so there's a ton of moving parts in real estate. So there's, and every deal is different from the last but somewhat similar but right. always completely different so so are you managing people of course so you have to manage you have to wrangle human beings that's yeah well they kind of come to me because if they want to get paid they know that they need to keep the deal together so <laughs> so, so <laughs> i'm kind of like the special man you know when uh, when we close on our house we're all up in this big kind of you know around a big uh uh conference table or whatever with the the, the title company 
some lawyers from the title company, some somebody from the bank, and the two agents, and the, the there was no buyer or seller because we bought it from the, the bank. But uh, anyway, and, and my wife and I, and as soon as those checks came out, like everything got, got finished up, as soon as those checks came out, both Asians, gone. <laughs> and one of, them, one of my best friends, and I was like, damn, dude. Wow. Do you, do you look after clients after you've sold them a house? Do you yeah. Uh, actually, a- I'll, some of my previous clients are now my friends, so it's kind of nice. You know, I get That's keys cool. to some of their houses, get to wow. hang out when they're, uh, right. when they're not there, and, you know. Couple places near the Mardi Gras parade, so it's, gonna, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. You got extra keys on yeah. your. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, that sort of thing that sort of went by very quickly. I get keys to their houses. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, we're friends. You know, right? We, we I've got a lot of friends. I don't have many people with keys to my house. Do you? Did they sell Call? you the house though? No. <laughs> uh, see, that's, you had the, the key difference. already. There's right. the difference. There's the key in that special right. box that's outside. Right. Maisha, where do you live around here? I live in Gentilly. In Gentilly, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you looking to buy a house, or do you already own it? I am. You am? I actually, I was looking in Pontchartrain Park. <laughs> <laughs> looking in Pontchartrain Park? I am. Okay, Garrett, you got anything in Pontchartrain Park? What are you looking for, a two-bedroom? The stu- room for a studio? Three-bedroom? Yeah, that would be good. Me, a closet, and a studio. Yeah. Okay, so what's that? Two or three-bedroom in Pontchartrain yeah. Park? Mm-hmm. Two-bedroom, minimum. I can mm-hmm. set you up. I just need your email. <laughs> 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 he just I kind of do about the business. How Let's much, get the business. How much are you thinking of spending, Maisha? Oh, gosh. A lot. So, no, no. I'm an artist. Right. <laughs> do you think it's a good idea? You know, to there buy? are actually houses on um, Wendell Pierce, the actor, mm-hmm. the actor. He um, has some houses in Pontchartrain Park. They're $165,000. He's selling them? Um, he is, but you have to qualify. You have to be in like a certain range in order to buy. Wendell Pierce is that wealthy that he's got a bunch of houses to sell? Um, there are fifteen right now. He's trying to sell. Fifteen ain't bad. He bought yeah. up. He bought up some property in in That's Gentilly. In Gentilly, up uh, what is Punch Train Park? Right. He bought up a lot of property after. Well, I guess uh, it was cheap because it was all wrecked as hell. Yeah, some of them so were. Um, he fixed them all up. I guess he's, he's got some sort of business. New guy. builds. They're all new builds. Oh, wow. And he put solar 165. panels. And 165. Yeah. And they're so that's extraordinary. He gave it the, uh, the Brad Pitt treatment yeah. over there. Pretty, huh? pretty good. The Brad Pitt treatment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the city also, there's a soft second or something. You probably know about yeah. this. Soft second soft mortgage second. program. Yeah. So yeah, people are getting in at 145, and they're pretty. Well, what are you waiting for? I know, right? Do you need to put much down? No, then? I need $145,000 from you. I need you know, <laughs> But how much cash do you need to spend to buy a $145,000 house, um, Kara? 20% to avoid the uh, insurance PMI. PMI exactly. yeah. no, What's that? Different, pro- different programs require different amounts to put down, but typically... What's the least you could get away with? Three and a half. Three and a half percent of 165 is... Come on, Maisha, haven't you? Oh, okay, 10% is 16... Somewhere around five, six, $7,000. That's it. So if you could yep. get together six or $7,000... I could do it tomorrow. How okay. Mm-hmm. And what does it cost to, uh, to do in a, in a passion paint class? Um, it's $35 per person. But, you know, I want to say that that's the one thing on my vision board that I do not have, a house. That's the one. You didn't put it on the vision board? I did. It's on mine, so. The house? (laughs) I got you covered. (laughs) To get my Isha house? Yep. Yep. Okay. So you you did have a house on your vision board or you don't have it? I do. It's still there. It's still there. That's the one thing? 
That's, That's the, the one thing, thing that I didn't did. happen. Okay, gotcha. we're in. This could be the best thing you ever did doing this show. Let's wrap this vision board thing up. It's See? funny how it's funny how things happen, Maisha, because you were supposed to do this show like months ago, yep. and you didn't show up. Yep, you got stuck in Mississippi. <laughs> I got stuck in Mississippi I, I called because you and of the rain. Said, I was ca- so excited. Yeah, you got stuck in Mississippi because of the rain. What? What? Why is that? Why did it rain? No, why did it rain? You got out to that. You got out to that first, actually. Then, then you could explain why can't you drive in the rain? What happened? I, you know what? I, I knew I need. Ti- I knew I needed tires, and so I was like, "Well, let me." You just do need be tires. Safe. I will know. I changed them now. Oh, you need new tires. Yeah, I, I thought you had no tires. tires. I thought so maybe someone stole the tires off your no, truck. No, uh-uh. Okay, so that was it. So you had bad tires. So you I could, did. Okay, all right. Well, isn't it weird that you ended up doing the show today? And then and you there's meet Garrett, my and Garrett could, Do you think that's uh, written in the stars, as it were? Um, so it's somewhere on that vision board, I'm sure. Yeah. What? This is Graham, our producer. This, this. Mm-hmm. This is I mean, and honestly, I waited until 2015 because we wanted to file with... I mean, I waited until 2016 because we wanted to file for 2015 taxes. With, with 2015 taxes, that's why I waited. That's right. the only reason why I waited. For the uh, soft second mortgage program? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was thinking... Um, you know, because the business, you know, on and on and on. But I was thinking I would do it before, I would get started again before the end of January. There you go. Oh, there it is. We're right How here, exci- right in the middle. Okay, this is going to work out. Okay, <laughs> talking to business, I have to tell you. Colin, you want to play something in the background while I read these sure, messages from our sponsors? Kind of getting tuned up here. Okay. That's not bad. Okay, you can just, you know, play anything. You want something pretty or something dirty? Oh, you can. Pretty dirty. <laughs> oh, good idea, Garrett. Okay, yeah. Good idea. Okay, so um, this is what I have to tell you about the uh, sponsors of our show. Thank you very much to Petite Pet Care, who are one of the people who are bringing us our show today. If you're going out of town or you have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet, wow, in his or her own home, which would be your home that you own. Well, all you have to do is call Elite Southern Realty at one five zero four. 615-7599. That's my direct sell. <laughs> or find us online at southernrealty.com. Incorrect. EliteSouthernRealty.com. <laughs> okay, well, I was just winging that one. But but seriously, you can go to PetitePetCare.com for all the information you need about having your pet taken care of in his or her own home. And strangely enough, I have a, a poop bag for my dog right in, in my pocket. Isn't that weird? I carry one sometimes, too. You do? What sort of dog have you got? Does we have, have a Boston Terrier. Does Boston it have terrier. poop in it? Yes. It has the actual poop right in it. I, oh. sh- I don't know why. It really I put does. It, I don't it know really why does. I put it back in my pocket. But, you know, I collect dog. Do you collect dog poop? What? Is it just me? <laughs> I, I stopped. <laughs> Maisha, what sort of poop do you collect? I don't collect any. Oh, uh, you, can have, <laughs> you can have my dog poop here. No. No, it's an empty, uh, I don't know what is that, Rouse's bag. Anyway, thanks also to Basic Swim and Gym, where you can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. Basic Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue, which is now currently completely non-navigable. Have you been down there in the last couple of days? They've just closed off the whole thing. Garrett, do you sell uptown or drive around uptown much? Well, of course. Yeah, I sell all to G&O area and Metro. Right. Yeah. Well, that whole area on Magazine Street where Basic Swim and Gym is between like, Nashville and Jefferson. Is oh, just it's all torn up. But that's, that's perfect because I didn't feel like they had torn up enough streets. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> Right. Get a couple more in there. Yeah. And I, I saw a good T-shirt that the guys at um, Dirty Coast have come up with a T-shirt. Have you seen that T-shirt? It's no. Just, it says something like, Uptown is closed for, for, the, for the next four years. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. got all these like, mm. dr- like you know, graphics of people. 
doing road works. It's a usual, you know, dirty <laughs> yeah. case. That's really funny. That's great. It's perfect. It's mm. good. Thank you, too, to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent or cure a hangover. If you go to the Hangover Destroyer website, it's hdestroyer.com, and write happy hour on the coupon code. You'll get 30% off your first order of Hangover Destroyer, and you, too, can seize the dawn. That works for tourists and locals, by the way. Hangover destroy it. It's an equal Sorry. opportunity hangover cure. Can you? Ma- it's actually <laughs> apparently it works. So does pot. Pot cure. <laughs> you, you said there's no FCC. Pot, no, no, but it's still illegal. <laughs> yes. In the state, but can pot cure a hangover? I've never noticed that. Cures you should try headache. it. <laughs> really? Is that right? I didn't even know that. Really? You have to. T- I mean. <laughs> Do I have to explain this to you right now? Yeah, no idea. I was just always a noob. <laughs> I've never smoked pot. Does it really cure? We never talk about pot on the show. It just treats the symptom. It just <laughs> treats the symptom. The headache primarily. The one that makes you want to jump off of a high the, balcony. That's horrible feeling. Yeah, right. <laughs> Garrett, do you smoke a lot of pot in the real estate biz? No comment. Okay. Maisha, what about your mom? Did she smoke pot with you? When you never, were? ever. Never. Ever. Your mom's not a pot smoker. No. no. What, what does she do? Acid? She goes to church <laughs> every okay. Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, my God. Does she go to ch- days in church? Does she drive all the way uptown from the She from does. The east she still goes to church uptown on General Taylor. Isn't there a church in the east? That's, I mean, what happened there? How did she get well, she, we, we live in Gentilly. I live with her in Gentilly. Oh, and, she lives um, in Gentilly, too. Okay, so I, she's going to move to Pontchartrain Park with you after mm-hmm. Garrett hooked you up? Well, she's staying. Three-bedroom no. now. <laughs> no, we're, we're ditching mom. We're leaving her in Gentilly. Is it just you and mom? Is mom single? No, my parents have been married for 46 Ooh. years. Wow. Oh, my God. So mom and dad are living. Golf clap for them. That's yes. Really? My parents, yeah, 46 years. 46 my oldest years. Si- wait, I'm, I'm 36. Oh, 42. Okay, well, that's close enough. Yeah. So That's a long time. Yeah. Wow. So and but she has, I've never known my mother to do anything. In the way of... I've seen her take a shot of Patron. You going to edit that for me? <laughs> <laughs> edit it for me? <laughs> well, that'll cost you $15 to get, I'll pay to get that pay out. It. Okay, I'll well, tw- did I say 15 How much should I have charged for that, Karen? <laughs> At least 35 <laughs> No, see, see, I thought you were my friend. <laughs> well, we can take, we'll duck the $35 from the cost of the house. Well, okay. Garrett can cover that for you. Deal. It's part of the deal. Deal. Hey, Colin, listen, what, are you going to play another song for us? Sure. So anyway, before we, before you do play another song, the song that you played before, One Thing That's For Sure, yeah. that's the name of your new album. That's right. And is that out now where we can... It we is, can, yeah. We can steal that right off Spotify? You c- <sighs> No. You got a gun in there or something? <laughs> no. Oh, you have an album. I should have a gun I for Spotify I thought that was a, that comments. expression. No. You, you could get oh. it on Spotify. Oh, it's nice. Um, you can... Uh, you can buy it from me at a show, or you can buy it yeah. at Louisiana Music Factory if you're here in New Orleans, or you can get it on Amazon or <laughs> iTunes or any of those. You can get it on vinyl, too. Oh, it's vinyl. Nice. On uh, ColinLake.com. Okay, but if I went to a gig, I would Where can I see you in New Orleans, by the way? Play at DBA a lot. Um, we'll t- I mean, we play all over the place. You right. know? We'll be uh, at some... Uh, we'll, uh, uh, <clears throat> you in the band. After it's announced, we'll be at some festivals this this spring. Cool. You know, um, Some festivals at the, the Local race, festivals. At the, at the racetrack, maybe? In the midst. That will Just be the, very the exciting. City. Yeah. You know, there's, there'll be... Uh, uh, wow. You know, we'll so, be, we're around and we're so going do, nationwide. Do certain, so. do certain people know who's playing at Jazz Fest already and we don't know yet? Of 
course. Uh, um, Garrett, do you know what's going on? Do I, I don't do you know have an personally inside track who's going to play, but there's got to be. I didn't be, realize right? that that was already all sealed, but you were sort of sworn well, to secrecy. I, I mean, I think they're going to. Uh, I think Jazz Fest will make their lineup announcement this month sometime, pretty January. They usually do it mid January. Yeah, right, right. Um, so I wonder who the a big lot of the summer festivals they start announcing around this time, right. or they get their headliners announced. So when you when you sign up, when do you know who the headliner at Jazz Fest is going to be? Do you have any inside no, dope I, on no, that? No, and I can't. I mean, <laughs> even if you did, you wouldn't tell me. But does, do people know that yet? I mean, Other than who worked for Jazz Fest, I mean, is there a music? Pa- Paul Simon w- came and played a, pro- a benefit show, and he he outed the fact that he'll be here. So he's the only one. He's the only big headliner that okay. has that has been totally leaked. But since he leaked it, I don't think anyone's too upset about it. Right. Um, but that's funny that he did that. Well, I think he was just excited, and you know, it was it was a big gig. It was the one that Alan Toussaint was supposed to be at, you know, and and uh, from what I heard, Paul was going to be playing solo. But then when Alan passed, they had he said, "I'm going to bring my band down too, and uh, I'm going to pay their way and everything, and bring the band, you know." And he wow. brought all the, you know, some of those guys that were on Graceland, Ray Fury, the guitar player. I forget the bass player's name, but he's a monster. I mean, those those cats, wow. you know, he's got a killer band. Mm. Did the, who, who inspired you when you started out? Was Paul Simon one of them? You know, now, looking back, I, I think if you asked me that five years ago, I probably would have said no. But looking back, yeah, Graceland is definitely right. a, a big a big one for me. Um, uh, I mean, just a lot of, you know, um, rootsy, bluesy kind of people i mean there's a guy from the northwest named kelly joe phelps who was a who was a uh, lap slide guitar player i was really into uh for a long time and then just anything with that kind of aliveness that kind of you know raw authenticity you know i love singers that push right. their voice aretha you know people like that you play that instrument that is that left seal that the guitar yeah. that lies on your lap that's right yeah it's electric it sounds it's a great sound that Thank you. Yeah. Drives the whole band when you play it. It's really awesome. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I, I love. That's what I first fell in love with. In fact, I was competent on the lap steel before I was really competent on the guitar. Oh, that's interesting. Um, that's a funny just, thing to say. Although I would think most people would go the other way. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah. Hey, so anyway, you're going to play something else off the yeah, al- so the I'll album. Is the called album. one thing that's for sure. The artist is Colin Lake, and you can definitely steal it off Spotify. But you could also go buy it. <laughs> that's true. You could buy it. That would yeah. be nice. That'd be a nice thing. How much is it? Ten bucks or something. Or 15. Or 15? <laughs> okay. Two for 25, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's 2016. Now. Okay, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Can we see you over Mardi Gras somewhere? Let me see. Mardi Gras. Oh, well, um, Saturday the 23rd, I'll be uh, a special guest with Chawa, which is a Mardi Gras Indian band. They're having their CD release party. Great band. Honey oh, wow. Bannister cool. is their, uh, their, their front, front man, Indian. He's wonderful. Um, and then I think Big Chief Monk Boudreaux is going to be there as well. All right. And then I think Big Sam might be there. And then most of my stuff, uh, otherwise, in the next couple of months is out of town. Oh, really? But it's all on the We website. can find you. If you're listening to this from out of town, go to colinlake.com. Yeah, yeah. And if you're looking... Uh, okay. You cool. want to hear something pretty or something bluesy? Or? What do you feel like playing? I, I like it all. I want to <laughs> do, do something pretty. Okay. Cool? Yes. Right. Very cool. <laughs> This one's called Just Begun. When the palm clouds have lifted Then I wait to see the morning sun you 
sleeping and I know that you're the only one. Who can open up my heart and set it beating on like a drum? Who can make me feel so free and help me learn to love like you have done? Make me feel so free and help me learn to love like you have done. Without ever been a moment where we are But when we see a little light We realize we've been walking in the dark You see, all of our dreams Used to shimmer in the night Just like stars And bright and need they don't seem so very far on the far away. As our paths merge gently into one Again across the deepest valley Span long bridges where there once were none To get to where we are It's taking so many trips around the sun As I stand here with you my heart tears made it, it's only just begun. As I stand here with you, my heart tears made it, it's just begun. Beautiful, Colin Lake, off the album. One thing that's for sure. That's it. Wow, yeah. that's beautiful. Thank you. What did you think, Garrett? I thought it was amazing. Isn't that gorgeous? He's got skills. Yeah. <laughs> I've, um, I've watched a lot of people play the guitar mm-hmm. sitting there and, you know, in other shows. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anyone play quite like that. Mm-hmm. What is that sort of style? You're not playing chords and your fingers are sort of off. The fretboard as much as they're on. Well, mostly I play in open tuning, so that so when it comes to a tune like that, um, 
in that case, I was playing in the key that the, that the guitar is actually tuned in, which is not always or generally the case, but in this case it was, so it gives me a lot of, first of all, it gives me this drone note, so that's one thing I can do. Um, you know, I can, from, from there you can do... So this is, so you're not playing strict chords? Well, I can, I play chords, I mean, you know... But I mean, there's op- it's, an, it's an open tuning. Well, this this is tuned like a regular guitar, or this is tuned. No, it's tuned open. It's tuned to open D. There's a so capo it's in on D. It right so now. can you play a chord? Yeah, you play. There's so there's E with a seven in it. There's there's A with a seven in it. There's B with a seven in it. I can play you know almost whatever chord you want. And is it the, the same chord? Is it the same chord that you learn on how to play the guitar in ten days? No, it's no. Your it's the a whole different, different but thing. You're, yeah, but you're yeah, that's what's going playing on. the same chord. You just it's just a shape different. But you have to know what's going on. You, you have to be to an actual musician to do that. You have to. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like any other instrument. You just got to learn where it is. And I just decided to go down the path of this is this is going to be my tuning. Can I it ask also a question? Me. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about the love frequency? I think it's like five oh eight. The frequency oh. that love vibrates. Five oh four, maybe. Oh no, but it's not five oh four. I would remember that. What does that mean? Like kilohertz or something? No, it's I a know. I've heard. I've heard something about that. I know that there's. Um, oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna display a whole bunch of ignorance here about the technical side of things but um something about like we tune we tune to 440 hertz or, or mm-hmm. is it hertz i'm not even sure and and that there's been some studies to say that it would be better to tune to other frequencies mm-hmm. in terms of what would resonate with the the other frequencies of the earth correct. so to speak correct um, yes i so. just i just read about that but that mm. dun, dun, it sounds like you're on the love frequency because I was listening to it. Well, that song's definitely on the love frequency. <laughs> I finished that one and I, and I had been like working on it. I'd, I'd, the two ver- first verses written, and then we, we had this kind of really mystical experience in Costa Rica a couple of years ago, and and that's where the third verse came from. Um, what was the mystical experience? Did well, something it, it, happen? It was it was a couple of days we spent in the jungle, staying in this in this. Um, on the Osa Peninsula, which is really about as far out in Costa Rica as you can get, and so it's pretty far out. Monkeys all around, you know. There's there's wild cats around there, although you don't ever see them. Um, we took a fo- I took a photo of my wife walking with the the local guide, who is the guy who also caretakes the property we're staying on. And in that photo, there was a big giant white orb, a big big white, and 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 this is just sort of one one, uh, you know, tangible, if you will, piece of 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 the sort of experience that we were having just feeling really you know uh, super connected to everything around us and Hmm. anyway uh when we showed that picture to the guide william is his name he froze and didn't say anything to us until really the next day and he said i've seen that light in that same spot there twice before with my own eyes but i always told myself that it was something else and now seeing it in the photo i had to i had to he said it all in spanish and it was translated for me but you know uh I had to kind of reconcile with like, hey, okay, that's that is a real thing there, and, and regardless of what it is or might be, you know, and um, of course it's easy to say, oh, it must have been the way the light was shining. It was a cloudy day, and all the, all this sort of thing. Um, it, it was something else, and 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 I mean, I get tingles just talking about it. I always do. It's one of those things. So, uh, and it doesn't surprise me that it appeared right next to my wife in this little spot in the jungle. It just seemed natural <laughs> in that context. Did you see it before you took? I mean, did oh, no, it just I did show up in the photo? It. You it didn't just, see it? Uh, no, yeah. It's only no. in the photo. I took the photo because, ahead, so they were walking ahead of me. I had reached down to get something out of my backpack. I thought, oh, I'll take the camera out. It was the first photo I took, I think. 
And the reason I took it is because they were there. There was this road they were on, and there was a series of potholes. And it just the way the potholes were kind of laid out looked cool to me, you know. And they had water in them because it had rained the day before. And I just thought, oh, those, that's kind of a cool little foreground. So that's why I took the photo, and lo and behold, that was in there. That's anyway, not, that sounds like an album cover. So I took the song to her, and I handed oh, yes. her a box of tissues and sang it. And she says, uh, <laughs> "I was like, yeah, this. <laughs> what? What is the name of the song? That one's called Just Begun. That's Just the, Begun. That's the right. only real solo track on the album, and it's number nine on the on the album. Number nine. What do you make of that number, Maisha? <laughs> I'm all about love and. Falling love in love, the love frequency. I think it's five oh eight, but I'm all about that. And I'm sitting over here like, oh, tell us <laughs> more, tell us the story. I am all about love, all about that. I like falling in love, and yeah. Would, would you love to get the hell out of here about now? No, I'm good. Oh, I'm well, good. unfortunately, we have to. We have to go. Yeah. It's time to go. You can't. You ain't got to go to home, leave. but you got to get. And Garrett, you stuck it out for the whole show. You made it. You didn't Just think you were going to be able to do it. Got it. Mm-hmm. You yeah, it. He Thanks. lost the lower garden district sale. Over yeah, I hope nothing went wrong. <laughs> Y'all saw the phone call come through. <laughs> but you'll get it. No so baloney. when you get it, you oh, know, yeah. party over here. I'm about to about to clean this up real quick. And you're gonna you're gonna sell my issue house. You know, interesting. We've never had this happen on the show before. Maisha's name is Maisha Francis, and your name is Garrett Frank. Mm-hmm. Correct. And Francis and Frank are, you know, Frank is a, what is that, a sort of a... Like background? <laughs> Heritage? Well, no, well, that's interesting. No, the word, the word Frank and the word Francis are, you know, if you're a guy and your name is Francis, then people you call might you go Frank. By Frank. Sure. Oh, okay. So what's the, what does that mean? Synonymous? I, I don't know whether that's no the word. <laughs> Something like that? Well, you're, the, no you're the wordsmith, Colin. You're going to... What I is think the word? It's a contraction. Isn't Frank a contraction of Francis? No, because a contraction no. has an apostrophe in it, doesn't it? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, I thought you would know this. So what is it? What is? I think you might be Frank looking for order in chaos Francis. here. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just just give let it, it happen. Let it go. Just yeah, give it up. Millennials, okay. we're like, duh. <laughs> so Garrett Frank has been here. Thank you for joining us, Garrett. You can Thanks, find man. out more about Garrett by going to our website. It's neworleans.com and finding the link. Or just go right now to... Elite Southern Realty. Realty.com. If you can't spell elite, it's E-L-I-T-E. I'm right about that, right? Got it. Got it in one. Okay, thank you very much. Maisha Francis as well. We can find that you have a link to your stuff on our website. It's newwoman's.com too. But what's it called if you happen to be in the gym or you're on your uh, bicycle? I have two websites, mfrancisgallery.com. So that's right. for the gallery. Then I have a personal website called whenthespiritspeaks.com. Whenthespiritspeaks.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was lucky that. Oh, you're getting a text right now. Was it a phone call? That's a phone call. Who is it from? She can wait. Oh. Okay, don't say who it is. Anyway. <laughs> All right, she's waiting. Colin Lake, thank you so much. This has been a real treat. This thank show you today. for having that me. That was some beautiful music. I appreciate the it. The album is called One Thing That's For Sure. That's for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. One thing that's for sure. Stop listening to Spotify. You can find that. <laughs> you can find that Sorry. on our website <laughs> no, as well. I can't shame the whole world. I mean, what are you going to do? It's the best $10 uh, I've ever spent. I'm sorry that Andrew Duhon wasn't here as well. He's, uh, he's, nor- a he's normally Andrew, here yeah. during the mo- for most shows. He's in Nashville tonight. I went to school he's, with him. You went to school with Andrew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. come on. Grammar school. He's a St. Catherine kid, too. Okay, so we'll have to have everybody back. Yeah, we'd love all that. Right. Well, why don't we all come back? Good idea. Maisha, we, Maisha can you see the future? I will come back anytime. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, come, come on back. This is our producer over here, Graham Devonti. She's responsible for producing our show. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe, who's sitting right behind me here. Christian Unruh, thank you so much for 
Bringing us Colin Lake. Christian is our music director, and our theme music was written by, and it's currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show, and you can sit around a table for about 60 minutes and stay relatively sober, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, it's neworleans.com. We can also check out many more happy hours you can listen to, as well as some other shows we make here at INO Broadcasting. Out to lunch with Peter Rashidi, live from Commander's Palace. True to the game with the fabulous Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker and Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and it's Baton Rouge LA. You can keep up with us on Facebook and on Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. All of it. We're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. These photos are taken today by the fabulous Allison Moon, who's right over there. If you're listening to this show on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app, thank you so much for subscribing to us. Take one moment, if you can, to stop and rate and review us. That helps other people find us. It actually does. Our show is recorded live today at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Colin, you've only drank half of that beer, or is that your second or third one? I wasn't nursing it. told me to milk it. He's been busy singing. <laughs> you guys are both finished. You had that bourbon one there. Maisha, what did you have? Uh, Grey Goose, water, lime, and a lemon. Oh, that sounds nice. Come on down here anytime you want by yourself or come back and see us. We're here on Wednesdays from 4 to 5 at... Uh, Wayfair or come and have a drink anytime down here. They have a three-hour happy hour from four to seven and brunch on the weekends. Our show is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Andrew Hunt will be back here next week. I'm Grant Morris on behalf of all of us around the table here at Wayfair. Grant DePonte, our producer, Christian Unreal Music Director, Alison Moon, our photographer, Chris Kehoe behind me, our technical director. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.